You're listening to Hadley Loves Friends. I'm your cute boy next door, Hadley, and this is where I watch the allegedly popular NBC show Friends for the very first time with my friends, Nikki and Nico. Guys, I just watched my very first episode of Friends. Congratulations. <laughs> right. And now do you realise why it's allegedly popular? You know what? Let's unpack this beast. Can we take the allegedly off of the title? <laughs> or is it still going to live there for a little bit longer? Well, I mean... I'll be the judge. Well, mm. I suppose, you know what? I can't be the judge of whether it was popular or not. It was popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I never watched it. <laughs> and now you've seen one episode and it was, I mean, also, I was just so happy I was watching mm. Friends again. Oh, man. It took me straight. I was like in my happy place. <laughs> yeah. But then also, just like watching you, Hadley, yeah. <laughs> was the best. Was and also, best. like straight off the bat, I'm so happy that. It wasn't just like a silent room for twenty minutes. Like there was, oh. there was genuine laughter at parts, and that made me happy. Like, yeah, I was cool. like, oh, good. So initial impressions. Okay, <laughs> I think like the the standout thing for me is the cast is amazing. They mm. are great, and I feel like they do a lot of heavy lifting. When some of the writing, I don't know whether it's just dumb <laughs> or whether like sitcoms this this like set the foundations for sitcoms everywhere, and and they've kind of built off this. And this mm. was I don't I don't know, but there was some times where I just felt like. Oh my gosh, uh, Matthew Perry, you are giving this a hundred and ten percent, and you have not been given a lot to work with. But boy, are you committing to the mm. bit? Well, there was yeah. like a lot of setting up characters in that first. Ep. Like, there's not a lot of story going on. Are you kidding? There's a lot of story. I mean, they're setting up a lot of story. But you know yeah, what I mean? I like, it's a lot. Like that first sequence of just. Cutscene, 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 cutscene. Yeah. I think I even yelled out when we were watching it, like, it's a sketch comedy. Mm. Like, there's all these, they have, like, weird transitions. Yeah. But it's just, like, them sitting in Central Perk, the hey. cafe. Not Java Head. <laughs> or uh, the coffee place. It's for people that like coffee and also like puns. <laughs> just choked on my drink a little bit. Sorry. Um, almost did a spit take, not unlike uh, Monica, who... Mm. Is David Schwimmer's sister? Yeah. So big revelation. Of course, you didn't know that. You didn't know that. So I was, the whole time I was watching this, going like, I know that Ross loves Rachel. That's something everyone knows. But there seems to be a weird thing going on between Ross and and Monica. Yeah. Yep. They seem weirdly close. This will cause conflict down the track, <laughs> and then it's like, oh no, wait, <laughs> we cool. But maybe it will still cause conflict down the down the track. I don't think it will because I don't think uh, Friends has the guts to take it there. <laughs> Although, <Ain't> good. <laughs> Although, Phoebe, mm-hmm. she's got a really sad backstory. Yeah, but, straight off the bat. But she's pretty chipper about it. <laughs> One, chipper about it, but two, it's treated very lightly. Like, mm. the death of many of her friends, there's like the punchline of like four different jokes in quick succession. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, And this was episode this. one. <laughs> But can we just say, though, in the world of Friends, mm. she's the one that's making the jokes. Like, at least others aren't, like, 
you know, well, remember when your mum died? Like, yeah. She's in control. Well, I mean, she was talking about, I don't know that she was making the jokes per se. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. she was just talking about her life and everyone else around her, to use uh, the words of Ross. Uh, I think the word you're looking for is, anyway. <laughs> He's already quoting yeah. Creed. <laughs> That's my first Creed quote. That's a good one. Yeah. So, I know we've touched on a little bit. So, stri- like... First impressions of each character. Okay. So, if we go through them, let's go Joey. Joey, I love. <laughs> I think Matt LeBlanc um, is a terrible actor. <laughs> and I think he is just ham to the max. Mm. And, and Joey's a real horn dog. He loves <laughs> ladies. Mm-hmm. He's so peeny. But I think it's great. <laughs> and yeah. um, he's yeah. very silly. And he's got the dumbest haircut out of all of them. Can I just say, he is such a Keanu. Like, <laughs> yes. He is beyond. Like, it's almost as if they got Keanu in point break, not speed. <laughs> and we're like, him. We want one of him that's not Keanu. We want him to act... <laughs> Slightly better. <laughs> mm. I love his big faces and his weird noises that he makes sometimes. I'm pretty sure improved. We were just like, there's one point he went and bing, and I thought, is he making a Chandler reference? But mm. he wasn't. And I- bing, cherry vanilla. Yeah. I still don't get that after so many. Like, is it just like an like an like exclamation? Episode. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. just... the '90s is mm. bing. Uh, okay. Can I also just say, Nico? Mm. I mean, we've been together many many years over a decade between 12 and 14 and would have watched friends every year since then wow. every single time i see you watch the first episode and then ross says Do the words billy don't mean a hero mean anything to you yeah, and i turn around and nico's just got this blank face like i'll never get that yeah. reference and never can i know it's, i know it's been explained to me so many times <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, it's just a really old song. He's just like using it as a point in time. Did you get it? No, I did not get it. <laughs> great. Great, great, great. <laughs> no, he's slightly older than us, though. A little bit. A little bit. Just slightly. <laughs> okay. Rachel. Rachel. I didn't know that the others didn't know her. So that was a cool a cool mm. thing. You know how like, every TV show like starts with a change? Mm. It's Jeff Winger going back to community college. Nice, Paul. As Ryan Atwood uh, getting kicked out of his home and moving to the OC. Um, <laughs> Medium, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's always like, what is, why is this a TV show now? Mm. Jeff yeah. always in Sunny in Philadelphia, which I feel like has no status quo change, <laughs> but nor does it ever. Um, it doesn't need one. I mean, it's a sitcom in that they find themselves in comedic situations, but of a very different kind. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this one was Rachel. <laughs> that loud noise is, is Nikki pouring herself a very loud beverage. Yeah. Um. So the the, the Bing Coke Zero. <laughs> oh, sponsors for this evening. Yeah, like Mellow Yellow, which was the sponsors of, yeah. of Friends, <laughs> yeah. uh, with all their labels turned out, and then all the soaps in the background. A lot of product placement yeah. going on. Um. <laughs> Rachel leaves her husband. Who and she's not bothered by it at all. Fiance, fiance. Um, yeah, sorry, she fiance. Out on a she, cool. For those of you who haven't seen That's, friends, <laughs> which is fine. Which is <laughs> nothing embarrassing about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, she runs away at the altar. But then, like, I feel like she's really cool about it. Um, and maybe that's a cool character thing, or maybe it's just kind of like a, oh, we need a reason why she's here, and oh, and she's got to get straight into into Ross. We don't want to muck around. We want to start all the 
Um, their little like meat cute at the end was 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 lovely, and I really liked David Trimmer putting a whole half Oreo in his mouth. Yeah, and like swagging out the door. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like the way he eats that is like such an actor's choice. Mm. It's like James Dean eating half an Oreo. Mm. <laughs> Here's here's what I like the most. In a Porsche Spider. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh, too soon. Oh, was that the Dakar? Oh, yeah, also too soon. It was like a, 200 years ago. Too late. Um, too unnecessary. <laughs> I liked... My favourite part in the episodes, I think, were a lot of the physical comedy. Yeah, um, right. we were was, two We're two out of six friends in. Okay, sorry. You're you're jumping distracted. a bit. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. quick, we'll quick fire it then. Okay. Uh, Chandler. More jerky than I thought he would be <laughs> I, I was expecting him to be like sassy, but like, no, that's Chandler. But it's kind of like, oh, come on, mate, you're kind of an asshole. Mm. Here's another thing about Chandler: is <laughs> I would tell us, please do tell us about Chandler. <laughs> I would love to watch the that episode again, but with the laugh track taken out, and but like the pauses staying in there because often he says things that are really, really sad and like almost like self-deprecating zings mm. and then no one laughs or says anything mm. and he's just standing there for a bit mm. for a couple of seconds it's like I don't know if you've ever seen the webcomic um, Garfield without Garfield <laughs> um, and it's mainly just really sad just frames John. of John <laughs> saying things <laughs> and then a frame of him uh, and Garfield's being edited out you know like there's one where, where I think it's John saying um, sometimes I think I don't have any friends <laughs> and then a picture of him <laughs> and like the next frame is just him like, just, like, deadpan. And the next frame of him is just crying. <laughs> and I'm sure Garfield's there to make it hilarious. But, yeah. Anyway, I think, like, Jan- um, Chandler, especially out of all of them, um, take away the laugh track. And he's actually really sad. He's just a broken human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Monica. I feel like I liked her more than I thought I would. So a big, she's kind of the conduit at this point. Um, I feel like she's kind of like the heart of the friends group. Mm. Like she's there for Ross. Does Ross live with Chandler and Joey? Where does Ross live? So Ross is moving into his new apartment. Oh, that's right. Chandler and Joey, they went around and helped him do his flat pack furniture. That's right. With the L-shaped bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so she connects Ross with the group and, and, and Rachel with the group. And I'm not quite sure... I don't know how Phoebe fits into the equation. All in good time. Okay, great. <clears throat> I like Monica. I don't know. I feel like if I were hanging out in the group, I'd be glad that she's one of my friends, but I'd never hit her up and go like, hey, do you want to go get some coffee, just the two of us? Yeah, yeah. I'd be more like, hey, um, let's get the gang together. Mm. Let's get the friends together. You provide an important function. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> friends assemble. <laughs> <laughs> And they hear that sound, and they all run in. And, like, I think you've hit on something really important there. It's not, like, spoilers or anything. Mm. Like, you know now that that apartment is a central place, and that's her apartment. It's a central perk. Mm. Yeah. There's the central central perk. She, I know, like, they make a big deal about Rachel being rich, and they can't make her cut all her credit cards, and I feel like that was premature. I would just confiscate them, I think, until, (laughs) until she sets herself up. Anyway... Um, I'm sure all in good time, but they've set Rachel up as being like a rich character, coming from from a privileged background. But Monica's got like a pretty sweet apartment. It looks mm. like she had like a spare room because Rachel was just one. yeah, because Rachel just moved straight on in there. Mm. And like, I don't know whether she's got like a sweet New York rent controlled situation going on, but um, she's balling. Yeah, like yeah. she's got a good situation going it's a on. Big there. apartment and. 
I would say the point that you've hit on is an oft talked about point amongst mm. the friends watching communities. Yes. Right. Yes. Like okay. many people have pointed this out. Right. And actually to the point where I think um, the writers, Marta Kaufman and David Crane, have addressed it before. Like they've just straight up said, rent control. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Right, right. But you find out a bit more about why she lives in the apartment and stuff. Um, so David Schumer said that he was 26. Yeah. Um, he's divorced <laughs> and he's only 26. And he's Monica's older brother. So the others, they're like 24, 25, I'm assuming. That's my age. Yeah. I'm one of the friends. Um, and that's 10 years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. Your season beginning friends, your season ending friends. You're the ghost of Christmas season 10. I'm like 100th episode in friends. Yes, yeah, yeah. My gosh. What a good range. Guys, um, oh, you've got some more I've questions. I've got two more. Okay. I know that you want to move on, but I'm not going to let you. Yeah. Uh, Ross. Ross, yeah, he was just as sad as I thought he would, but he provides a lot of the great physical comedy. Mm. One, he does a great shtick with an umbrella early on. Um, <laughs> really enjoyed that. The uh, aforementioned Oreo swagger. Yeah. He's great. I think I think this episode, you know, uh, if I have to kind of align myself with a friend per ep, I think I'm going to go with a Ross. I think oh, yeah. he, um, he is... I think him and Monica are, like, the most human out of them all. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, he's just been dumped, or divorced even, or, you know, like, it's a marriage situation gone south, and um, and he's sad about that, and that's a real thing, and uh, he actually has those emotions for the entire 22 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's fair enough. <laughs> um, so I, I think I look at him and go, like, oh, you're a real, a real dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Who's, who's the uh, other one? And Phoebes is the last one. Phoebes. Phoebes. I like her, but um, I feel like some of the things that she says are valid about, like, someone said, like, oh, I hate this. And she's like, hey, don't put hate out there. That's not great. And then that's a punchline. And I feel like, hey, guys, if her just abject positivity <laughs> um, is, is going to make her a laughing stock, then I don't know that I want to be complicit in this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, she's a really interesting <clears throat> character. I, I think... As well, I totally agree with um, that whole thing of, like, Monica and Ross and, like, the, this as real as a sitcom can be, the realism that comes in mm. with them. And everybody else is sort of, like, the extreme version of the character they were written. Yeah. You know, like, and, they, and, like, you'll start to see how they either turn into something different or really that was the launching point for something. But Phoebe in the pilot, it's she's so superfluous. She's right. so actually pointless as a character. She's in at the least. She's in at the least. She has hardly anything to say. But also has those big bombshells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, but then, like, for no reason. Like, it doesn't yeah, right. progress story in any way. It's but almost it like this whole either thing. producers or, or even maybe even um, Lisa Kudrow has said... Like, I feel like my character's not doing anything and so the writers go back and go, oh, all right. Who have I passed? Give her a guitar. Yeah, give her a thing. So, yeah. Um, but, oh, no. So that's my, my, my recap of the six. Um, there's none that I don't like. Chandler, I'm not disappointed in, but, like, I'm not liking him as much as I thought I would. I thought I'd be backing him more. I'm like, yeah, zing him again, Chandler, bing him again. But <laughs> um, I'm more just kind of like, oh, Oh man, you're a you're a big old bag of sass. Mm. And I don't know that I'd have patience for you as one of my friends. Great. So what what would you say was your favourite line 
of the of the episode, and I want to know from you too, Nick. Oh man, I was taking in a lot, so it's kind of hard mm. to one and 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 I think it sticks out in my memory because we said it later on. I think even during the episode was when. Ross says something about like wanting to be married again or about it, and then and then that's when Rachel walks in in a wedding dress, and then Chandler delivers like the and I wish I had a million dollars or whatever the the words to that effect. Yeah, and that line is just kind of like almost like if a computer wrote a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> And I really like that. And that's a lot of Chandler's lines where I feel like it's just kind of like a here's sitcom line and he just sells them really, really hard. Yeah. I think that's what I, I really like. I love that line. I think it's so, like, genuinely it still makes me laugh. Right. And I also agree, like, he just, it's not the line that's funny. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's what he's about. You know, he's got a million dollars. And I'm like, it's just so, so 90s first episode friends. Yeah. Mm. So um, mine's not a line as much as a moment. Mm. And it makes me laugh every single time when, when Joey and Chandler are helping Ross set up his new apartment. <laughs> yeah. And they've had that first initial, like, Ross has got dead legs from squatting. Yeah. And then they've put that weird bookshelf together. And then it kind of cuts back and forth between Rachel and, and them. And Chandler hits that weird triangular wooden creation mm. with a hammer and it all just collapses yeah. and he does this like hand movement like well shit <laughs> and two hands are out there and it's like it took me an hour um but just that moment of of matthew perry just like well ah, damn it yeah that's just i find that hysterical every single time like i just i don't know it's just funny to me matthew perry does this great thing where he um when someone says something and like shoots him down or like puts him in his place a little bit and instead of properly responding to it he does this like lick lipping lip licking yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know exactly what you mean. and then he like ignores it and powers it on yeah. but that's kind of his, like it's his anyway it's his un- non-verbal anyway yeah anyway yeah yeah i reckon um, my favorite line mm-hmm. in this episode is when um, Rachel and Ross, when Ross is like, what were you supposed to be doing tonight? And she's like, well, I was going to be on my honeymoon. Uh, and yeah. then he goes, great. Aruba. I mean, Aruba this time of year. Talk about you, big lizards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was good. I don't know why, but that line just no, actually genuinely cracked. I thought it was genuinely <laughs> funny, and I thought David Schwimmer nailed it. I also yeah. like that he goes like a really over-the-top, like, Aruba this time of year? Pear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. Nah. I also just have to say, in terms of lines, never before has this line ever stuck out for me. In this viewing, I was like, what the F? When Monica's on the date with Paul the Wine Guy, mm. and he's talking about how he broke his ex-girlfriend's watch, yeah. or ex-wife's watch, or mm. whatever. And she says that the worst thing she's ever done is shredded her ex-boyfriend's bath towel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and straight away, I was like... In what circumstance and what were you hoping to achieve? And also, how? how? Yeah, with, like a, with like a paper shredder? Toweling is hard to shred. It's going to break your shredder. Yeah. Like that really just stuck out for me as a what? Like, I don't know what that was. Side note, um, and this is not, maybe this could be podcast merch. Um, I recently came back from summer camp um, in the United States where one of like the, like the cool things to make was towel ponchos. 
Um, and I'm I'll, down with that as a craft. Yeah, cool. It's easy. You've already got a towel. Turn yeah. it into a poncho. Cut a slit. Sew the hems. Oh, mate, no. I'll bring my towel poncho next time. Um, mine has sleeves. It's got a hood. Um, I'll make some for everybody. Isn't the point of a poncho that it doesn't have sleeves? Oh, I've, you know yeah, what? This is, this, is a, this is a shirt now. <laughs> okay, sweet. A towel shirt. I'm going to bring my towel poncho, but not make one for you guys. No, please. Can we have matching friends towel ponchos? I'm going to make some towel ponchos and then shred your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> How? Um, uh? um, I like that we've naturally gone on to towel, towel ponchos because I feel like it's a good segue into my next kind of... Uh, question to you okay uh, what were your thoughts around the fountain montage at the start <laughs> okay i got a theory mm. and i know it's uh, about time to to wrap this thing up yeah um so i and i want to uh, maybe like we could save it for another episode no i want to i want to throw it out there now and i want everyone to just think about it because spoilers you're going to see it every episode for 10 <laughs> seasons <laughs> yeah oh they don't update it maybe it changes a little <laughs> uh, <okay>. slightly <laughs> There's one bit that stood out particularly to me. Is everyone know, and even I knew, I, I was aware of this, they dance in a fountain, um, and they're wearing waistcoats, and, and Chandler, he does some great faces. But at one point, and this is what really stood out for me, Rachel is singing along to the theme song, <laughs> which makes me think, is she aware of the non-diegetic sounds? And so now I'm watching the show thinking, like, she knows that people are laughing at her. Yeah. This, this is my theory. That's that's just the first brick, but I'm looking forward to exploring. Like, throughout this episode, like, the 10th season, she knows, she's going to become self-aware that she's in a sitcom and yeah, no one believes her. Yeah. That's, that's where <laughs> I'm at. The whole thing, just like... Like in, like in Terminator 2. <laughs> Yeah. The system becomes yeah. self-aware. She's Cyberdyne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's Skynet. She's Skynet, but also trapped in the Truman Show, but she's fine with that. Mm. Um, or, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just floating it there. We'll explore that. Great. All right. Um, Amazing. That is, I'll be there for you. Hey, guys, I'll be there for you. Thanks. When the sun and the snow. I'll be there for, for you, you. When the